0: Hello my loves. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to Young Confused and Well Read and to this episode about romanticizing life. I am recording this on a Saturday which reminds me so much about my time whenever I'm at university because I was always recording on the weekend and I haven't been for a long while. I've always been recording on like Mondays um but next week is kind of busy so I just want to give myself this time record early and then not having to like worry about bringing another episode up because I want to keep it all in good spirit have fun do it very chill obviously this is not my job so I just fit it in my time schedule whenever I feel comfortable with it so yeah um This is the episode today. I am feeling weather calm, weather peaceful to record this episode. I hope it's gonna be a good one. Let's start with gratitudes. Keep it sweet and simple. I've written down some very comfy stuff, evening stretching or yoga. I've been implementing this into my routine after work. I used to do this like every night um, before bed that I like stretch for a few minutes but I stopped doing that and I've just been like, implementing it again. Whenever I come back from work, I just do like a 10, 15-minute session and it's been making myself feel so good and I really am enjoying it. Um, so that's really great. Next up, body lotion. I don't know, maybe that's a weird one, but I love it, the way it makes my skin feel. Always feels so refreshed, so nice. It smells really good. Let's raise some gratitude for that as well. And then comfy PJs and loungewear. You see just the general cozy nighttime feeling. (laughs) I love PJs. I really do. I have a few cute ones and I always want more. I don't know. It's just like such a silly thing. You know, some people like collect, I don't know, crystals, stones, stamps. I want to collect PJs because they're just amazing. And Whenever I'm at home and I'm chilling, I just wanna look cute, you know? I just wanna feel comfy, look cute, and PJs are just the thing for that. What have I been up to? Yeah, just work. I'm I'm sorry I'm repeating this, but I've been working five days this week. This was all that I did. Um, it's been a lot. <laughs> At one point, I didn't know if I would make it through. I was like arriving at work. I was already so tired. I know I had like a six hour shift in front of me and I know I'm complaining a lot. I know that there are people out there who work way more than that. And obviously I don't have really anything else on my plate. Like I don't have to go to university study or whatever, but it's just a lot. (laughs) And I've just been like, I can't do this anymore. Pulled through, so happy for the weekend right now. Um, but therefore, I obviously don't have anything exciting to say because now that it's the weekend, all the exciting stuff are happening. I've been chatting with you a little bit about that. I have just been, like, really overwhelmed by work. And obviously, when you work so much in the week, all the things that you kind of need to do and want to do, you have to do. And, like, on the weekend, I already don't want to start, like, going into, like, a work life because you just don't have time for anything else. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's it. Done. I've went on runs more. I'm trying to do a long run tomorrow. I hope that I can manage it. I'm a bit nervous, but obviously if it doesn't work out, I have time, I could do it on another day, but that's the goal for tomorrow. Um, But I've been running more and I've been enjoying it way more than after I came back from the holidays. I was in a little bit of a running slump, but um, I've been getting back into it, so to say, and I'm getting really excited. And then I've started just, planning and prepping for university already. There was like a lot of things I need to do and also like planning for my trip next week because moving into category of what I'm looking forward to. I've said it so many times, I'm visiting a friend next week. Um, that's why I'm recording early and that's probably going to be really exciting. It means I'm working less and just spending time with my friend. I haven't seen him in a few months so that's really cool. And then just a week into myself, I guess, just a little bit more downtime, definitely need that. Um, As always, I feel like my weekly reflections get more and more, uh, I don't know, (laughs) uninteresting, but I hope you're enjoying this anyway. My affirmation is I'm connected to my inner guidance and I trust in my intuition. And with that, let's dive right in. Just a little question before we start, do you actually enjoy the weekly reflection? I feel like it gives the podcast something a little bit more personal, so you learn a little bit more about, you know, what I'm up to, what I'm doing, but uh, maybe you're just annoying and you just keep skipping them and you just want to listen to the actual core of the episode, so let me know um, what you like better, because I probably keep them up if I hear nothing, but if I just get a lot of people saying, yeah, you know, we actually don't need them, then obviously I don't need to do them every week, but like I said I think it's nice that you know to get to know what somebody's been up to if you're listening to the podcast and if you keep returning to the pod then um yeah to actually understand a little bit more about who I am because I'm speaking to you about a lot of things so yeah anyway today is about romanticizing life um that's it that's the topic (laughs) nothing more to say um let's start, shall we? So sometimes we get told or we tell ourselves to romanticize our life and that's like the whole idea spreading, you know, on social media and it's basically there to kind of make our life more exciting and more fun, just to basically focus on the good things and trying to see everything in a new light because let's say you don't want to go to work that day just romanticize it romanticize the way to work romanticize working in your job and that might help you or supposed to help you if you struggle to enjoy your life and if you basically just focus on the bad kind of like there to notice the little things that make your life worth living and making things that are not as enjoyable more doable like I feel like we often have like a negative mindset about the things that we have to do, like going grocery shopping, cleaning our rooms, um, doing our laundry, by trying to romanticize the whole process in whatever way works for you, whatever you understand of this romanticizing, um, you make them more enjoyable and make it more fun and easier for you to actually accomplish the task because often after we finish it, we feel better, but actually getting to do it sometimes is hard. And I try to do this whenever I go to work because often when I start, I feel really unmotivated. And there are many ways to do this, many different ways. I feel like the most basic is just to put on a good playlist, light some candles and just enjoy like when you're, for example, cleaning. Um, And other times it's just like, pretending you're like in a movie, you're the main character in a movie, Um, kind of like this. And I do think Now let's get critical about this topic, shall we? I think that obviously, if you think about romanticizing in that way that you go like, um, I'm pretending I'm in a movie and pretending I'm like the main character in a book or a story, I think that's the limiting idea about romanticizing. Um, But that's kind of like the idea where it stems from, you know, romanticizing your life by kind of pretending you are in another more exciting life um and that's basically like a conversation I heard people having that was basically that by romanticizing our lives we actually limit ourselves and we limit our own life because we are not like we're pretending we're in another life and we're kind of ignoring the reality of our own life and therefore we end up missing out and limiting our view of the world and I think this thought is really interesting first of all um like, let me say it first, like, I'm not against the idea of romanticizing. I do think, like I was saying, it can be really good practice to a certain extent, you know, to just try to make less enjoyable tasks more enjoyable. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we take it too fast and too far and we kind of start shifting our reality and shifting our presence to something that isn't real, that can be dangerous and that can be less beneficial for ourselves. And you know I think this is where I want to dive in because you know I like maybe that's not romanticizing but like I see like this whole that girl trend and becoming the highest version of yourself becoming the best version of yourself and what I see in a lot of these practices and what I see with creators online that produce that content is that they say that they stop reading the news because it's not beneficial for them because it like drags them down. And I can understand that because if you ever just read the news or watch them, it's not, <laughs> it's not positive energy you're getting there. It is things that are shown in the news are very negative. I'm actually studying journalism and getting there with a more academic point of view, it is true that news mostly focus on negative events. There is so much happening in the world and there's also every day so much good happening in the world. But um, that good is often not shown because that is not what people like to read or tend to read. So the number one thing that people are interested in reading are um, basically hatlines that are very provocative. So that's why, for example, news about celebrities, you know, cheating on each other or any kind of scandal that is like the news stories that are read the most (laughs) basically gossip that's what people read most that's like an analysis so just getting in basically why news is the way that it is um so that's also why fake news are easier in spreading because if you have like a very provocative intense title basically out there people click on it and then believe it and the more intense that's maybe not the right word but the more extreme something is the more likely people are reading it and the same goes for the negative news. So the worse something is that is happening the more likely people are reading that story and that's also why often news titles are structured in a way that they are you know they make you click and so for example if you like obviously it depends on the news outlet but some news outlet basically just focus on stating the facts of what really happens and then other news outlet trying to generate a title that makes you click and makes you like want to read that story. Um, That's obviously very different but that is why basically we have that focus on negative news stories. Now that is obviously not all that is happening in the world and sometimes news stories are also like what I would call like neutral like if you watch the news or read the news you basically see like what is the government deciding, um, what has been like discovered for example, what is going on. Um, obviously the world is not a perfect place and we have a lot of issues, we have wars going on, we have a climate crisis, we have suppression, we have... there are very, very, very horrible things of all happening and because that is what people mostly tend to read and watch and listen to. That is also what the news mostly focus on. Um, But that obviously also can be damaging to yourself and to your mental health, because if you watch the news, obviously you won't just see a happy place, but you see a really horrible reality of the world. It's never the whole picture because there's, first of all, so much happening and also depending on in which country you live and how the news outlet function there and obviously like if you live in Europe you are mostly sure that it's not propaganda news obviously there will be fake news always spreading that's another issue of our time um but obviously if you live in a country where news outlets are limited that you know propaganda can spread and news can be altered whole other conversation though but obviously, I can't understand if people feel like they don't want to watch or read the news because it's just not too much good stuff that is um, set on there. But I also do think, and that's a personal opinion, that you should have a clue about what's going on in the world. Because ignoring the things that go on won't make them go away. You just won't be aware of them. And I do believe that in a way that makes you a less sensible person and... I don't think you should want to go there like always put yourself first and put your mental health first and think about you know how you can cope with that and if you feel like right at the moment you just don't want to read the news you don't want to see the horrible things that are going on that is fine but you also need to learn to be able to cope with just the bad stuff that is happening because there will be bad stuff happening to you but there's also a lot of bad stuff happening to other people in other places just over on the world and you have to understand that this is the reality and you can't just choose to ignore it that is not the right way if you right now just can't bear basically hearing about it that is another thing but if you choose to just ignore it that is dangerous and I don't think that's good and obviously there's like a lot of people not reading the news I do think that people should read the news because just getting to know what's going on and especially also in a time of fake news, it is beneficial to read from different news outlets just to see how are they reporting differently, are they saying the same thing, and obviously different news outlets also focus on different stories, and I read news from Germany, and I read news from England and Scotland, and um, they often report on the same stuff, but obviously um, in another country it focuses more on their politics, and so If I read news from, like, Scotland or England, I want to hear too much about German politics, for example. Um, But this is basically me saying that romanticizing can basically detach you from reality to a certain extent where it is less beneficial for you and your environment, because I do think we should always work towards being more sensible and open to our environment and understanding it in order to not um, ignore other people's reality and other people's struggles. And kind of being informed is also like a good thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, news is another conversation because obviously they are never objective and they're always giving you a certain view on things. And it's very difficult. Always stay critical. Um, but don't don't ignore things bad things that are happening that will, not in like your own private life or in, you know, the world that will, in the end, just bite you in the back. Is that a thing you're saying or did it just make that up? I don't know. Um, I think it's limiting if we choose to just see a certain part or basically just see what we want to see because obviously we are very subjective beings. So we are perceiving the world in a way that only we perceive it and someone else perceives it totally differently or a little bit different. That is always the case. Um, But keeping an open mind, keeping close to our reality, keeping close to the reality beyond that and trying to understand that other people have other realities in a way. And I think you can make your own life romanticized or you can romanticize your own life by making your life good for you by practicing things that make you feel good by by basically trying to make less enjoyable tasks more enjoyable in whatever way that might look for you but that at the same point you are not detaching yourself from who you are and what just is happening um because in the other kind of more personal point of this conversation you know what i've heard is that people say by romanticizing and pretending you're in a movie you're pretending to be someone else you're pretending someone who you are not and that is basically also kind of ignoring yourself and your own reality and your own being and i think our number one goal should be um to focus on ourselves and who we are and how to fall in love with ourselves even more and i keep saying this we will always have something that we don't like about ourselves and it's hard to love ourselves and it's hard to not criticize ourselves. But I do think that to live a happy life you have to be in some way acceptant and content with yourself. Have a whole episode up about this. So also if I say you should, I mean I think you should and obviously I'm not you and I don't know what your reality is like. These are personal views and they will they might change and you can have different views. Um, so I actually, <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I'd do the same, but uh, I hate it when people go like, you should do this. Like, that's why I hate self-help books, because they're like, this is the way it should be, and you should be doing it in exactly the same way. But if you take one thing away from this, is that you have your own way of life, and you should follow this and do what feels right for you. And I'm just here to kind of share my thoughts on the topic, and make you think about it. And... If this whole conversation just makes you think, being like, I think she's wrong, and I think it's this and this way, then this is amazing, and you don't have to agree with me and everything. Um, I just wanted to share my, you know, thought process on this. And I feel like it's important to not lose your sense of self by romanticizing. Um, So it's kind of like this balancing act, like walking a very thin line between you know sticking to your own reality sticking to the reality that we have that you live and moving into like a space of just completely detaching from this reality from your own reality etc and I think that is not good and again it will have negative impacts on you along the way and obviously um necessarily you shouldn't want to be anybody else um But that sometimes is the case. Sometimes you just want to be someone else because our life is hard, unadorable. We don't like ourselves and that's okay. And I think we need to say that's okay. And I just want to talk about the fact that romanticizing your life is a very privileged idea and comes from a point where you already probably live a very privileged life if you're working on romanticizing your life because there are people out there who you know, don't even think about the idea of romanticizing, um, because I have other worries, and so obviously this is always a conversation we have when we hold a certain amount of privilege, another episode about privilege is actually up. I think it's really funny how a lot of my topics kind of connect to each other, and they're all, you know, I take bits and pieces from each topic and put them together, everything is connected, guys, (laughs) um, But, you know, just having a whole conversation about life is very difficult. So I'm like picking it up bits by pieces, connecting things and just sharing. Um, I hope that's fun. And I hope you don't mind me repeating certain aspects from certain episodes again, because I think it's fitting here. Going back to what I was trying to say here is basically that by having this conversation about romanticizing and trying to make your life more pleasurable, you already probably live a quite pleasurable life. Um, And there's also, you know, people who, or you might even be in such a situation where you're just feeling your absolute worst, you are at your absolute lowest. And there's two ways. Maybe romanticizing that point can help you endure life and maybe pretending to be someone else, pretending you're in a movie can help you actually endure and work through this struggle you're currently facing or you just are at a low point where you, where you can't romanticize, where where you don't want to romanticize, where you don't want to make life more pleasurable, because everything is just very bad. And that's again where I hate self-help books, because they often tell you to improve your life, do all of these great habits, and then your life will be better. But The reality is that sometimes life just sucks and nothing can make that better. And sometimes we just have to, we just have to rot and we just have to feel bad and we just have to do absolutely nothing and just feel horrible. And that's the only way we're getting through. And that's okay. I do think you should always try to show yourself kindness, first of all. And that kindness might look that you just let yourself rot in that moment and then another time it might look that you get up and you romanticize life and you're trying to make yourself feel a little bit better but please keep in mind that it's different and you don't always want to get up and romanticize everything and you have days where romanticizing will also not work because it just sucks (laughs) and I just want people to understand this because I don't I think it's just ignoring reality by saying we should always try to feel our absolute best because that's just not the case and obviously I feel like the whole podcast is basically just me speaking about how to how to try to navigate through life and how to try to understand ourselves understand what we need and understand how to live a nice life with ourselves but the truth is I don't know (laughs) And this is just all me assuming things and that's all I know. I mean I'm 20 years old, obviously I can't know it all <laughs> uh, but if I'm i also can't know it all, there's nobody who knows it all and because it's different for everybody else, like you live life differently than I am, it is so complicated but I just think by speaking more and having this never-ending conversation and having this never-ending process, you slowly but surely start to navigate your way through life. I think this is just the podcast, navigating your right through life somehow. And there will be bumps on the road, obviously. Um, yeah, and there's nothing you can make to change this. No romanticizing can help. <laughs> Not pretending that it isn't there won't help, you know? <laughs> Coming back to... Uh, The point of limiting our reality by romanticizing it. Um, I also think that this might lead, like this romanticizing and basically creating this version of ourselves that we romanticize um, or that we have about ourselves, that also limits us and the certain idea that we have and trying to keep up limits us. So... Like I said we all have a certain idea of our identity of ourselves and we ourselves know ourselves the best. That doesn't mean we know everything about us but we know ourselves the best and we kind of have this idea of ourselves in our mind. What we like, what we don't like, who we are, how we think etc. Other people have an idea about ourselves and that also kind of gives us an idea about ourselves. Like I was saying we are always to a certain extent influenced by the outside world and our environment and we kind of create this image of ourselves we always have a certain way to represent ourselves and to basically identify us in ourselves identify ourselves to others the way you dress for example the way you speak the ideas you have and the way you have conversations, what you're interested in, the sport you do, what you like learning, like every little thing that you do, that you think, that you feel, that makes you up and that makes your identity. And we sometimes like might ignore certain facts about ourselves because we feel like, oh, we don't want to have that part of us. But I do believe that all of the sums of things that we are, we might limit by a certain ideal um, idea of ourselves or a certain idea that we have about ourselves and by this idea we limit what we could be or what we all can be and I think this is something I learned very recently about myself because for the longest I ended up telling myself that what I like first and foremost identify is as a smart girl who likes studying and reading and I think this is also what you see if you like look at my online presence, if you listen to my podcast mostly, um just I mean it's called young confused and well read. I am kind of putting the focus on academics, I'm kind of putting the focus on learning more, learning more about life and all of that and I used to have like a whole account on studying and this is kind of also the identity that I presented to the outside world especially in school, the smart girl you know, uh, I actually, I feel very uncomfortable saying this, <laughs> um, but that is just, that's just um, kind of what I choose to show, and I end up basically defining myself so much as this very smart girl, and that was like my number one priority, to keep that image up, and all of the actions that I took was to kind of keep up that image, and I was obviously interested in studying and learning and reading, otherwise I wouldn't have keep doing it. But I do think that I ended up limiting myself with other things. Um, going back to sports, I over the last I think three years I started falling in love with sports. I really didn't enjoy it as much as a teenager um, or like a tween. Is that what you say? Like, age ten and up. Before that, I didn't really care too much about <laughs> exercising. Um, I did play handball when I was 13 but it never you know I always told myself so many times that I wasn't good at sports and I never truly was like the worst on the team or maybe I was on handball I definitely was the worst on the team okay I'm sorry I'm doing it again I stopped doing this but I was like never technically I wasn't like the worst player and I could have gone very much better if I stopped telling myself these limiting thoughts um, that I wasn't good in sports and limiting myself this way Um, by saying, I'm that smart girl, I'm like studious, smart, educated, and therefore I'm not sporty. And I started working out, I said that before, but like in 2020, and even after I started doing more exercising and really enjoying it and making me feel really good, I still because I used to do this all the time was saying oh I hate exercising I'm so unsporty like it's the worst even though it wasn't true even though I like doing it just because I had this image of myself created and I just for some reason kept it up I even did it unintentionally like somebody said being like oh my god I'm so tired and I want to do sports I just said oh same even though might be a complete different case and going back to my running um I've just started recently maybe not so recently. I I don't know when I started running in June, I think. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. But um, I told myself I'm not a runner. I hate running. Um, I also told myself I hate going to the gym when I never went. And when I'm at university, I'm going to the gym regularly. And I've just noticed that by actually trying out things and doing them, that I was just wrong you know, I said I didn't like Pilates, I love Pilates, at least in the moment, you know, things keep changing, obviously, I'm currently really enjoy running, like I said, and even, you know, I went on my run a few days ago, and I was running, and, you know, if you go online, you see people running, like, 16ks, 20ks, running marathons, running even more than a marathon, and I've just been like, oh, I'm, but I'm not a runner, I don't run these long distances, like, uh, I started like running 3k that was always like the distance I ran because that is ve- I can run that really well in my neighborhood because we have a lot of like roundabouts that are like 3ks roundabouts what <laughs> but routes that are 3k so that I like start and then I come back and we meet back at my house and it's a 3k round hope you get what I'm saying and I was like but but I'm only running a 3k so I'm not really a runner you know like I am running but I'm not a runner and i have just limiting myself and I think that we stop ignoring that we can be so much more and we don't have to be like a movie character romanticizing our life, you see, that is just one thing. You can be a very like academic focused person and then be a very sporty person and you can like lifting weights and running and Pilates or something else or whatever and you know even like things that might because we've been kind of told this to ourselves and like our movie kind of genre you can like for example you can love fashion and you can love american football these things don't have to contradict themselves, and you don't have to keep up this like picture perfect romanticized reality and limit yourself to something and telling yourself that you don't like something even though you don't have a clue that you do, obviously, if you know that you don't like it because you tried it, that's fine I, for example, don't like tomatoes like that's a very unnecessary story I'm telling you here, but my dad kept telling me that he didn't like tomatoes when he was younger as well. And that he started liking them later. I like um, like tomato sauce that, that I eat, but like raw tomatoes, I can't. And then my mom, we have tomatoes in the garden. She gave me tomato and she was like, try this is really good. I nearly choked on it. It was so bad. And then my dad again went I me like, oh, but I started liking them when I was a grown up. I'm, I was like, dad, I'm 20 years old and I can't do this. I don't like the taste. I don't like the, no, I just don't like them, ugh. Um, so when you just tried something and you keep trying it and you're just like nope that's not it and also another thing you will like certain things more in certain parts of your life you might right now love running and then in a few years you don't like it and you actually like pilates you can obviously like everything but you know where i'm coming from and You know, what we're interested in, what we like doing, that can also change. It not has to be necessarily, but sometimes we just grow sick of certain things or we change and then we like different things, you know, and we might be interested in different things, picking up new hobbies, etc. And um, that's also obviously okay. And we don't have to like cling on to something just because we loved doing it when we were younger if it's not enjoyable to us at the moment that it's not um yeah I think this was just me speaking about romanticizing limiting ourselves and core of the episode I think is romanticizing can be good and can help us to focus on the good things like I do with my gratitude all the time and trying to make tasks that we don't enjoy or don't want to do trying to make it more enjoyable by romanticizing but we should always watch out not to lose our sense of reality and not to lose ourselves in the end and as always that's it we we don't have a conclusion i'm not saying romanticizing is good or bad either um that's what it is with a lot of things in life um but what i can definitely say was that this was really fun to record and i think i did say some some interesting things i hope i hope that um you could you could take something away from it even if it's just you saying that you don't agree um but yeah that's it that's it for today okay this was fun again um I had a very nice time recording uh, that's always really cool I basically never like end an episode and think oh my god I hated this I sometimes struggle to start because I'm like oh my god I'm just gonna sit here for at least 30 minutes just talking to myself but I always feel good I always feel good um after and I hope you feel good after listening as well I wish you the literally nicest day I wish you the nicest week and the nicest month and you'll obviously hear from me next week and till then stay young, confused, and well read bye bye